Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Start up, start up, start up, Brooklyn boys, start up, Brooklyn boys, start up, start up, start up, they making noise, start up, start up, start up, start up, start up, start up. Episode 235, it's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Here we are. And him and him and he and, and I. And he and I and I and he and remember that song? What is it? The G Easy one? With uh, with what's her name? With Halsey, him and Couldn't I, tell you. him and I, or yeah, he and yeah, me. Right. You no, and him. He they, and you. They and they and them. Us and, us and them. We the people. Us. Hello. And them. Pink Floyd, nineteen seventy three gold. Hey, Ooh. what's going on? Ooh, I don't know. It's uh, it's a Tuesday. Yes, it is. We're recording early. Surprise! I I have a a big week. Big week. Couldn't uh, couldn't record on Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. And I can't record on Friday because I'll be out of town. Don't care because you were out of town last weekend. All right. Tra- and guess what? Traipsing be- around. And I'll be out of town next weekend, too. So fuck off. Oh, very nice. All right. <laughs> fine. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, I am going out to dinner with my wife tomorrow night to a very special uh, champagne dinner. I'm very excited about that. Ooh. Not the champagne part, but the dinner part. And then Thursday, what is it? Champagne? Is it Champagne Dreams? Yes, and and Hollywood, whatever it is. No, Robin Leach. What was his yeah, famous catchphrase was- from the from the um, lifestyles of the rich and famous? It's like uh, it's Champagne sh- Dreams and caviar uh, wishes. Yeah, that's it. That sounds good. Yep. <laughs> but uh, Thursday, I'm doing something that you are not going to be jealous about. What's that? I'm going to see the premiere, or at least the first night showing officially 
of Wakanda Forever, the new Black Panther movie. Yeah, not into it. No, you're not. When's the last time you went to a movie? Borat back in 2007. (laughs) (laughs) You are so anti the normal stuff. Well, okay, let's face it. Movie theaters have gotten grimy over the years. They really have. They They don't have sparkling bottles. That's what your problem is. They don't have champagne dreams and caviar caviar wishes. wishes. By the way, I think we got that backwards. Uh, Catchphrase. Hold on. I just want to, because I don't want to get corrected by the slices. It's champagne wishes and caviar dreams. Yeah, champagne wishes, caviar dreams. Okay. I just feel that. By the way, I didn't win uh, Powerball. Oh, same. Otherwise, of, uh, yeah, that, that's why we're here today for episode 235. Well, I have a question for you. Yeah. I have a question. So last three, four days ago, when uh-huh. it was over the weekend, whenever it was, I uh, I bought tickets, didn't win. Okay, it happens, of course, you know. Yep. A, a bunch of people didn't win. So last night, the drawing was at 11 o'clock, and I had forgotten during the day to go out. Yeah. So at, at like 10.05, I'm like, oh my God, the drawing's at 11. I jump in the car. And I, I speed over to the local, you know, little grocery mart that sells lottery tickets. And they said, oh, no, we stopped selling tickets 10 minutes to allow to 10. What? So I, I had already missed it. The 10 minutes, an hour and 10 minutes before the drawing, they stopped oh, selling tickets. Oh, I didn't tickets. know that there's the 10-minute thing. Right. Now, I have three tickets, like, on the quick pick ticket. I mean, on the, the one you fill out, you, you pencil in, uh-huh. like, the num- your, your numbers. Uh-huh. I have three that I play all the time, okay? And then I usually do, like, seven quick picks. I pay 10 games, 20 bucks, down the toilet. So I didn't get there in time. So when the numbers finally came out Monday, this morning, whatever it was, because they were delayed, I didn't win on the three tickets I normally play. But who's to say... I wouldn't have won right. the seven tickets I never got to buy. Who is to say, Brody? You never know. I feel like I the odds are against it. Oh. The odds are like three to one, right? Four to one, something like that. But I didn't I didn't buy them, and I feel like there's a chance I could have won, or I saved myself 20 bucks. So I'm gonna go with the I saved myself 20 I'm bucks. I'm gonna go with that too, because I spent fifty dollars and I won oh. eight. I won eight. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. I won $8. I this just Saturday, what I is won it, nothing. What is it about these bigger jackpots? They, I mean, first of all, the regular jackpots are nothing to sneeze at. No. But why do we feel like we have a better chance of winning? No, you don't. But you feel like, well, everyone's doing it. More people at work yeah. are talking about it. It's peer pressure. And, right. Well, you know, it's the excitement of it all. Because you, your odds are no better or worse. No. In fact, your odds are worse because if more people play... It, it slightly increases the chances if you did win, you'd have to split it with somebody. Oh, that for sure. No, but yeah. it doesn't. No, but but your odds are the same. Let's be clear. Doesn't no, no, no matter. the odds are the same to have a winning ticket. Correct. Your odds are not the same to be the sole winner. Correct. Your odds go down a little bit. You're not because the more people are contributing. Yeah. To that. Correct. Oh wait, hold on a second. Wait, can we stop a second? My friend Cheryl is calling. Yeah. All right. That's fine. You know Cheryl, Cheryl Crowley. I I do. Yeah, I love Cheryl. She's the best. What is she? She knows we're recording the podcast too. Well, that's why she's called. Hello. Hi, guys. Cheryl. Hi. How are you? What's going on? Uh, you tell you tell me. You're calling me, so I figured I'd put you live on the podcast. Well, I was called. I was I was on my way home from the city, and I was calling to see if you wanted to have dinner with me on the way home, since I had to pass, you know, your 
residential area on the way home. My, my, so you know what? You I got to be honest. <laughs> I would much rather have you dinner with you than uh, hang out with Brody here right now. You know what, Cheryl, the last time you saw me now, you and I are friends, but we're like peripheral friends. We don't, we don't see each other very often. Um, the last time you saw me was at the Brooklyn boys steak dinner, correct? Correct. The, yeah. meet, the meetup. Now my boy, and there was a lot of meat. Trust me. Yeah. My boy, scary, mm-hmm. who I've known now for 25 years. We do a podcast together. We did a morning show together. Guess when the last time I saw him was? Probably the steak dinner or the meetup. That's correct. Wow. That's correct. Wow. So not to have steak dinner, we go, oh, we go, oh, you, oh, Cheryl. Well, listen, I mean, listen, Scary has a very robust social calendar. So it's like, I already knew the answer was going to be no. So in my mind, I was making like alternate plans of what I was going to eat because I, chances are he had, he's, he's booked and busy. So he had plans tonight, but I said, you know what? Let me take a stand about it. I haven't seen Scary one-on-one. I, I usually only see him in a group. I'm on the way home from the city. I could just, you know, pop by his area, grab a bite, and keep it moving home. But I already sure. knew his robust social calendar would keep him booked. Uh, well, you know what? I am craving <laughs> some food. I'm hungry. I didn't eat anything tonight. Uh, He's awake. I'm, I'm, I am wide awake. So maybe we can schedule to uh, after the podcast if you want. Oh, or, or you already home. Yeah. There you go. Well, I'm home now, but I can always come meet you. Oh, nice. Oh, I got to break in. I got to break in. Dun, 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 dun. What's going on? Oh, well, I'm watching. I'm watching oh, uh, the election results come in in the background. Oh, God. Don't do got- that in real time. Why are you going to rip the hair out of your head? Hold for? on. Hold on. Me- hold on. This is very important. We got breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Mecklenburg County, North Carolina. Too close to call. Too close to call. Dude, I'm just giving you an that's, update. That's all you're watching for four and a half hours like a zombie. Oh, I'll be watching this till Wednesday. Too close the results to aren't gonna, Too The results for some of these races aren't going to be done till Wednesday or Thursday. Right. Because different states have rules about when you can count mail-in ballots. Too close to call. Too close to call. Do you really want to stare at a TV screen for four hours watching? Well, I'm doing the podcast. To- oh. Anyway. Oh, hold on. This just in. Boncombe. Boncombe. B-U-N-K-C-O-M-B. microphone. You're screaming. Oh, I'm very excited. Steve Kornacki. Buncombe County, North Carolina. Scary. Guess what? Too close to call. Yeah, too close to call. I'll, I'll check back in or too after early. this break. Too you early. know, Brody. Listen, by the yeah. sounds of this, you could have political aspirations in your future. I'm just saying. I don't know. You're getting very excited. Well, uh, listen, I know the I know I know the be. slices. I know most of the slices would vote for the, me. The guy jerks off to CNN. I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That is not the network I jerk off to. <laughs> Either way. Yeah, okay. Either way, I'm just, you, you do, <laughs> I, I see Cheryl's point. You definitely have a oh, fire. Oh, it's like the Super Bowl. It's like the Super Bowl. Oh, you love this. Well, because Cheryl and I vote, you don't. And voting sort of, I don't know, affects everything that we do. Okay. So it's important. I'm excited about it. All right. You Whatever happens, whoever wins, I just like, I like watching it. Too close to call. All right, fine. It's too early to call. Too, too early, early to call. call. Too close to call. Whatever. Hey, so, so Cheryl, while you're here, yes. you have a customer service gripe, right? You have a story. Oh, oh, oh is, yeah. it a, is it a quandary? Like what, what is, is it still, is it still open or has it been settled? No, it's still open. So oh, bring it. I have, I have an alarm system on my house What's and one code? of the pieces of the sensor, um, for one of the doors fell off and I couldn't find it. So I called up and I was like, hey, can you just send me the one piece of the sensor? They were like, of course, no problem. Now, I already think I pay too much money a month for this alarm system, but that's 
another issue. So they said, of course, no problem. We'll send you the, set, the piece to the sensor. They send me four pieces to the sensor. Okay, a couple of days go by, they come in the mail, I get four pieces to the sensor. I'm like, well, I didn't need four, I only needed one. Lo and behold, I then find the sensor because it's a magnet, so it was like stuck to something else and I just didn't see it. So now I don't need the pieces of the sensor. In the meantime, I get a letter from them in the mail like, hey, we have your credit card on file and we're going to charge you $30.92 for the sensor pieces. And I'm like, why didn't they mention this when I asked about it? And I also didn't need four pieces. I only needed one. But anyway, and so they said, call us and let us know if we can auto charge your credit card for the pieces. It's a letter. That's a big no. no. That's a no for me, dog. Yeah. So I called them on the phone and I said, no, you can't charge my credit card. But you never even mentioned this on the phone. And second of all, I don't need the pieces anymore. So I want to return them. So how do I go about returning them? They said, no problem. We'll send you a shipping label. You can ship them back. And they said, but it's Friday. So it might not come till Monday. Two, three weeks went by. I had to call multiple times and I had to just start losing it and speaking to multiple people. And then finally I got a shipping label like two, three weeks later. Then I ship it back. Then two, three weeks go by and I haven't gotten the credit. So I call multiple times. They say, you got to give it a couple days. You got to give it a couple days. I keep giving it a couple days. Now I'm like, it's been another three weeks. Like this is insane. They should just be able to credit me. So I call up and I give all my information because you know with a house alarm, you got to give tons of information to even just get someone to start speaking to you about the issue at hand. I give my information. I get through the whole rigmarole. I answer every question about the information. The phone disconnects. I wait five minutes. The guy doesn't call back. Oh, boy. It's awful. I call the 800 number again. This time, a lady answers, except her dog is barking nonstop in the background. We can't even get through, ma'am, what is your phone number? Because every time I go to give her the phone number, the dog is barking so incessantly. Obviously, working remote. Okay. Yeah. There's someone else's cell phone also ringing in the background. So every time she keeps repeating my phone number, but she's repeating it wrong. Five minutes into the call, still, she can't even get my phone number right to access my account. So I just got frustrated. Completely unprofessional. I'm shaking right Right? now. What What did they do for you? Nothing. So I call back again. Some other lady says, I can't help you. I said, transfer me to the cancellation department. I've had enough. Like there's a million home alarm systems. It's fine. I go to the cancellation department. This lady's talking to me about the weather. She still can't help me. Then they transfer me to some woman who's supposed to be able to help me. They said my card was credited for the money a couple days prior, but yet it doesn't show up on my credit card. Mm. And then she said she was going to forward me where it was credited. And instead she forwarded me where it was. This sounds like a big rigmarole of of spaghetti of bunch of bullshit. This is, this is like, this is like a booyah base of bullshit. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so what? But what? What's the smallest borg of So the moral of the story is, I have to cancel. I still don't have my money back, and they're insisting that they they credited my credit card and that. that But they owe you more than that, don't they? But if you're not doing business with them, how do you get more out of them? Yeah, you need to get free dessert out of them. I haven't officially. I haven't officially canceled yet. I said I need my credit, and then I want an additional credit. Yeah, I take take a a couple of no, get a couple of months free service. Get something. They won't even hey, do that. They just said, fine, you could cancel. No problem. Yeah. Oh, you want to get them on the phone is one easy yeah. way. Set the alarm, then open your door. They'll call you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fuck them. 
You lose them and True. move over to Slowman's. Hit hit yeah, the jingle. I'm definitely moving Hold over on, to another Hold on. What? Hold on. Hit the jingle. I'm giving her advice. No, you are not. Hit the jingle. Hit it. What? You could have very easily said, uh, pick another company, and you're having dinner with her later. You could have talked to her about your company that you endorse. What? Why but no, I? you slipped it in. You know what? Because this other alarm system company is shit. She would not yeah. get that kind of awful treatment from the people at uh-huh. Solomon's Home Security. Hey, uh, hey uh, uh, Cheryl, yes. any chance the company you currently have is Solomon's? It's not. No, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't God, think right? it was. I didn't think well, it was. Thank God. Well, There'd be a lot of foots and mouths over there. All right. Well, Cheryl, maybe we'll talk later. Maybe not. It may be too late by the time... Uh, you know, you're not supposed to eat past 6 p.m. That's like the new thing now, right? So, so I so, trust me. I know. So yeah, it's because, taking a toll on me. But yeah. if not tonight, yeah, sometime this week or this All right. weekend. All right. Well, I'll catch you later but on. But I We're love you both out. dearly. God right. bless. Sheila, okay? Cheryl, I'll touch base with you around Thursday. Just see how you're doing. You Please do. In case you want to chat. You love me you more. You got it. You love me more. I always would love to chat. Absolutely. I love you both so much. But you love me more. Okay, thanks. All right. Okay. Bye. Seriously. I, how do you get free dessert out of a company you're about to abandon? I mean, well, there's got to be a lot of cases of that out there, right? Where I, where you know yeah. that you're not going to do further business with them, but they fucked you so hard. Is there a way to get free dessert in that situation? I don't think so. Yeah. Or you yeah, cut your is. losses. No, no, no. Here's what you do. You ask them for next month free. Then you get the next month free. Oh. Then you cut bait. Then you cut bait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's slick. All right. Hey, can I tell you uh, when we come back? Because I know yeah. we take a break here. I want to tell you how I how I preemptively got the better of Target. Of course, it's yes. Target. They have a Target, and, and they they have a Target on their back when you walk in. Every, That's right, every time. The Brooklyn Boys Podcast. We will be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Wow. Do you remember last year? Yeah. I bought Halloween candy. Yeah. I'll reset I'll reset the stage. So I I live on a cul-de-sac. Dead end, it's a dead end street for those of you who don't know what a cul-de-sac is. And there's not a lot of kids on the block. And so we don't get a lot of trick-or-treaters. And if I'm not home by a certain time, really none of them come at night. So last year, I don't know, I bought maybe three bags of Halloween candy. I opened up one, like a you know, a box, like a bag of mixed, like variety bag. And a couple of kids came. That was it. And I had two bags left over. So when I went back to Target a few days later, they said, oh, we don't, uh, we don't take back Halloween candy. Yeah. Now, I, this I remember the, this. We talked about this on the podcast. Right. Now, I had, I had bought candy that was like, you know, like um, Hershey's Kisses with like bat wings. Yes. Like the, the bags looked like Halloween candy. Orange yes. wrappers, all thing. Of course. So I, so I said, look, I didn't buy this candy for Halloween. I bought it for my daughter. She was, you know, going back to school and uh, she didn't want it. So I'm returning it. It's not Halloween candy. So the manager came over and was like, oh, whatever. Okay. And it was fine. So last year they took the candy back, but originally they were not going to take it back. Right. So this year, basically same scenario. I live in the same place. I bought three bags of candy. There's no signs that they don't take back Halloween candy, but I know that's their policy. So here's what I did. I bought Christmas candy. <laughs> I, I brought, I bought the, um, like the Christmas bells, Reese's pieces. They look like bells, but they're peanut butter in them. Yes, and so, I got uh, the so you, hollow. Uh, wait a second, Christmas. I got Christmas. Um, something. Uh, something else. I got. No, Christmas. I get that. So you basically gave gave out Christmas candy on Halloween. Oh no, I didn't. See, here's the thing. That was my backup candy. Uh, I opened. I opened the bag of Reese's peanut butter cup sample size. Yeah. Nobody came to the house, so I'll eat those no problem. Went back to Target today. Yeah. And the girl says. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. We don't take back Halloween. Fine. This is Christmas candy. And she looks at it and she goes, oh. Ah! And she had to take it back. <laughs> I love that little scamboni. So here's what I'll say. If they're in such a hurry to put out the Christmas candy for Halloween, yeah. go ahead and buy oh, the dude, Christmas candy. Can you candy. back off your mic? You're screaming. Um, into your- can I tell you something? I'm not any closer to the mic than I normally am. I think your new system's you're, defective. You're pinning the red. You're pinning the red. $3.9 billion, uh, and you can't keep me from pinning the red. This, we sound better than we ever have sounded, except for the fact that I'm nasal. You hear Same that? as it ever was. You hear this? You hear Same my- as it ever was. 
You yes, know, you sound you sound terrible. I don't. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what I have. I, I mean, I guess I got something. I don't know. But no, you don't get sick. I'm not sick. I just for some reason my nose is a little bit stuffed. Whatever. You got, you got an allergy? You got hay fever? I have no what idea. I was partying in Miami all weekend. You know. Oh, you poor was thing. With, yeah, I was with um, I was with some people from the show. Nate specifically, our friend Nate. Um, you know, he was. It's a very different pace when you live on the West Coast. I was with his Los Angeles friends. These are guys that are born and raised basically in Los Angeles. Great group of guys. But super, I don't know, they're very, no, 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 no. The oh, nicest I guys. thought you were going to say that. But they're very, they're not, they're not like. They're deli- dudes, they're not, deliberate. they're not deliberate like we are. Right. I, you know how New Yorkers and people on the East Coast tend to walk and talk with conviction? I, feel I already like- wish you were finished with this story. That's how anxious I get as a New Yorker. Like, let's go. Right. No, I'm just, I'm giving an example. I'm giving yeah. an example, right. Yeah. So, right. So the, I mean, these guys were great. I loved hanging out with them. They're, they're really cool guys, but they're very, you know, matter of fact and laid back. And I'm like, to me, there's a sense of urgency when hanging out with them. Come on, we got to go. We got to move this way. We gotta right. go play. Wherever you yeah. are is on fire. When you're but, a New Yorker, everything's on fire. You got to go. No, but we had, we definitely had a, had an awesome time, but I just, it got me to thinking, could I live on the West coast? And if I did, what would scary Jones West sound like? What would I sound like? What would I be like? Would I be a different person? I probably would. Because everything's like, all right, things are cool, man. Yeah. All right. How would this podcast be different if we were both from the West Coast? So here we are doing the Brooklyn Boys. Well, we could change it. Oh, dude, I was at Target. Right. And I bought the gnarliest Halloween candy. <laughs> so we are here. We are the... Um, Bakersfield boys, I guess, from Bakersfield, California. That's right. And things are very slow. He's but, Ant. I'm Dave. And da- yeah. And we're Ant and Dave or Dave and Ant. Dude, and, I just caught some gnarly waves on my way to the mall where nothing bad happened. Do people say gnarly on the West Coast anymore? I think so. Do we have any West Coast <laughs> listeners? I wonder if people, are we too abrasive for them? I wonder. If you're listening on the West Coast... What's that song? Oh, have you heard that song? West Coast Babies, All My Ladies. I'm trying to put my dick in your mouth and go crazy. Have you heard that? (laughs) No, I haven't. It's a big TikTok song. Big, big on TikTok with the teens. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to put my dick in your mouth. What? It's a big song. Let me see what this, I'll pull, I'll pull it up for you. Keep, keep talking. So West Coast, huh? Yeah. No, I'm, anyway, there was nothing more I wanted to say other than I just realized how would we be different if we were a wet, from the West Coast. I don't think we would have that that appeal. Uh, you know, I think that our, our, you know, we're like a bull in a china shop when we, you know, and, and when I listen to other podcasts, I feel that we sound different. We stick out to, to people because we just, we have a different demeanor. I don't know, maybe a different layout. It's, it's hard to really explain, but. You know, I think anyone people, listening to this podcast would know. That but, we would sound different. But they, they know what we sound uh, like. The, as- the slices listen to other podcasts as well. And I just feel that they, there's definitely a difference. I'm, I'm guessing. And is that a good or bad thing? Because I feel like we're very uncouth half the time. And maybe if I feel like if we uh, polish things up and, you know, clean up our act a little bit, maybe we go further in the podcast space because we don't appeal to everybody. We only appeal to a segment of society. You know, sometimes okay. I've, I've often wondered about this when I'm in the shower 
at night. But I'm like, hold on, hold on. What, what is it? <laughs> wait, wait, what? Who is I that? I told you. Who is that? That's a high power by King's Most Wanted. I'm a West Side baby. All my ladies. Yeah, is, I'm he, gonna uh, is he from the West Coast? Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, maybe. I don't know. He, he's a West Side. I'm a West Side baby. West Side. Yeah. West Side. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, right. that, was a, that was my wedding song. Nice. So so did you have a nice, uh, we, we never we never went, uh, what did we last talk about here? Oh, yeah. It was, it was after Halloween. Oh, I was going into the weekend to Miami. Right. That's what, that's what was going on. Um, right. I had and some, now you're going away this weekend, next weekend. I am going away this weekend. I'm going, and next weekend. This weekend, I'm going to Nashville. Uh, I'm going to be hanging out with, um, uh, some friends, our boy, uh, bald freak, Ronnie, it's his birthday weekend and he's living in Nashville. So we're celebrating a birthday for him and all my, oh, my, very nice. my old school Brooklyn friends who you say are fake friends. They're, they're the frauds. Whoa, whoa. Why well, did I say that? You say that you're the Brooklyn boys. Well, I'm the Brooklyn boy. They're the Brooklyn boys. I don't, they're the I don't, old school Brooklyn them. boys. They're, I like know. all of them. They're so all we're good all, guys. We're all going to be hanging out. Very nice. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, so there's that. I also wrote some notes that I wanted to talk about. Uh, okay, and we have a lot of yes, sound. We yes, have talkbacks. Yes, yes, yes. And I've got a, I've got one, two more stories from my vacation on the cruise. Right. I have to get to today. Right. Okay. Well, we can do some brief things, uh, and we do have to get to your talkbacks. Uh, yes. Have you ever had to get a tooth extracted, but do it at your own leisure and do it you voluntarily? Mean- you mean like tie your uh, tooth to the back of a car and have it drive away? No, tie it to a string and a doorknob and slam the door closed. No, mm-hmm. no. Um, so I go for my six month checkup, like I do all the time. It's uh huh. I go for my cleaning. And um, was your dentist wearing his garlic shield? <laughs> yes. Anyway, no. I, I always have a clean bill of health mm-hmm. until this time. And he said, "Ooh, what happened to uh-oh. Bill?" Oh, he goes, "Got some bad news for you." And I'm like, oh, God, what? And he said, well, you've gotten the two bottom teeth taken out. The two, uh, what was it? The uh, the molars. The, the, no, the, uh, the right. Wisdom, the, the wisdom teeth. teeth. Your two bottom ones, they, they came out years ago. Your two top ones have grown in nicely and straight. And people know wisdom teeth usually don't grow in straight. Usually they're impacted. They go in sideways. They fuck up your mouth. Yeah. Well, these, I, I've... I prided myself on my wisdom teeth coming in properly. So they, they came in. Here's the issue. Oh, you, you've been working on that, making sure they come in properly? No, he said, he said, look, he says, I've been wanting to tell you this. He goes, but it's time to tell you. Oh, he needs a this- new boat. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Times are tough. He says that the two top ones, the wisdom teeth, he said, yeah, you, the the one of them is starting to like really start to push a little bit against the, the next tooth. So if you want to save the next tooth and all the rest of your mouth, probably a good idea at your at your earliest convenience, go have them removed. And he gives me a a uh, I, I guess a what do you call it a referral to where he says here he writes it up and he says here go. He says I'll see you in six months. And he goes. And I hope at that time, those teeth are gone. So that's something that I've never gotten from a doctor or a dentist. Usually Ooh. it's a mandatory thing, right? It's usually, it's like, you must, oh my God, we, we, this is a critical moment. But he he pretty much said, hey, you know what? Eh, you may want to take out your wisdom teeth, 
at your discretion, at your leisure. Voluntarily. You, you may got nothing vo- to do on a weekend. Well, that's it. That's exactly yeah. my point. It, do I? I mean, I mean, when am I going to? What am I going to look at my schedule and be like? You know what? On this day, I think I'm going to go get my teeth extracted. Oh, it's maybe now, a day it, when you and I have dinner plans. <laughs> it, it, it's in my Brody. I'm going to take you to a steak dinner, and then then that oh. night you go. Oh, I got to get my teeth pulled. So damn it. So he's leaving the this voluntary wisdom tooth extraction in my, the ball is in my court and i gotta be honest i'm not motivated to do it because nothing hurts yeah. everything's awesome it's there's no cavities worse, yep so what do i do how do i force myself into into wanting to have these teeth removed because it's not the most painless thing in the world to have your to have your teeth taken out of your mouth on today's show your life's not impacted but your teeth are <laughs> So, so you, why can't they give you braces like a retainer to like push them back? I don't know. I have no they have idea. not mastered this yet. They have not figured out in dentistry in 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 this year, whatever year it is, twenty twenty two at the moment, right? That uh, they can't figure out how to save your wisdom teeth. Where's the wisdom on how to save the wisdom teeth? Yeah, Man, yeah. Well, yeah. It's more about but you're gonna wait till that shit rots. Now, you're see, rotting in your that's mouth. It. This, it's a mind fuck because I have the powers in my hands. I can do this preemptive thing. We we're not big on preemptive healthcare in this country, are we? We don't. We only take care of things and well, put band aids on them when there's already a problem, right? I, I, I'm going to let you answer that for yourself here, Scary. When when did you get your first colonoscopy? I haven't done it yet. And there you go. <laughs> well, that's that's my point. You're so not preemptive. I have to. I have to take the reins. I have to be a big boy, put on my big boy pants, and I have to look at my calendar and schedule uh, wisdom teeth extractions. Two of them. He wants them both out. And he goes, hopefully when I see it in April or May, he goes, "Eh, those teeth are gone. So now what if I show up six months from now and I don't have the extraction done? Is that, do I look bad? And again, once again, I will be reiterating to everyone right now, there is no rot in my mouth. There's no, the teeth are, are perfectly straight. They they look like all the other teeth in my mouth. And he just said, eh, you may want to get this done because it may be a problem down the road. So I keep kicking the can down the road. But Okay, so is, is this I a six-month thing? Is this a six-month thing where six months from now you can go, yeah, I better do it now. Or do you have like two years? Well, that's How it. preemptive are we talking? I don't know. I don't know, but it's really weird. It's, this is an awkward moment in my life. Because Episode 247 of the Brooklyn Boys podcast. Brody, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do that. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my mouth hurts. Oh. Well, when have you ever, when have you ever d- made a decision voluntarily to it, cause yourself some pain like that? Or, it's, I mean, over, overall, the law, in the long run, I get it. It's for my health. It's for the, the greater good of my mouth. But... Well, I start. I started getting colonoscopies when I was thirteen. So I need incentives. <laughs> you know you haven't. Yeah, I was. I wanted to make extra sure. I need motivation. I need incent. I need to be incentivized to get these teeth out. Like for instance, if my oh, teeth were killing me, I got it. I got the incentive. What's the incentive? I would do it in middle of January, because first quarter scary. We'll be losing weight, and by having your teeth removed. 
Not only will you eat less that the week that you have your teeth removed, ah. but your teeth your teeth will weigh less because you don't have your two teeth in there. And therefore, you'll have lost the weight of your teeth in addition to the weight you lose by not eating. <laughs> and first quarter scary is on the road. That's it. First so quarter scary. So you think scary. that during first quarter... Now, now my girlfriend, uh, here's the counterpoint. She you said, could still eat. Oh, she oh, said, sorry, no, she goes, <laughs> it's bad enough that you, you have very limited options to eating during first quarter. That's right. a bad time to do this. Because well, first you just quarter, eat a, well, no, because a V8. You'll be drinking V8s for a couple of days. That's all. It's not on the menu. So you know, I have to be You very, can't have a vegetable drink? No, because it's got things to it. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Um, I, listen, we have to take another break, but uh I, I you have a story and I have a very we I, have I talk backs. A real we have talkbacks and a real dickhead on a United flight, which I didn't oh. tell you about. Okay, very good. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. 
Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. All right, maybe you should go first because this guy was an asshole and I'm simmering right now. Oh, you to- sure? Because now I want to hear it. All right. It's, ve- it's very, very simple. Okay. So I was boarding my flight from Miami back to New York the other day. Uh, oh, here we go. What would you do? And what would the slices do? And by the way, we we did bring this up on the show, and there was definitely a um, <laughs> there was a split in the room about how people felt. So I'm on the flight. Wait, wait, wait. So it. you talked about this on the big show. Yeah. Now you're bringing it here. Okay, that's fine. Well, because you're not on the big show, so I want no, your no. Opinion. I get it. I get it. I want yeah, your opinion just, on it. I'm wondering how people feel about that. And I want go the ahead. slices' opinion. On all right. All right. And, well, yeah. All right. Okay. So so anyway, I'm sitting on the flight. I just I gotten in early. I get I do this. I get there early and I get on the flight early because I want to make sure I have overhead space, right? For mm-hmm. my for my luggage. Oh, right. Okay. We talked about that. Got to put your bag above your seat. Correct. Now I'm sitting down. Most of the flight is boarded. I'm in like row eleven. The asshole in seven A rolls onto the plane. Of course, it's always that that front seat within the you know. In the bulkhead, he comes on the plane and he's looking up, left and right. What do you What do you think he's gonna find? No space because he's there late. Okay, fine. Gate check your fucking roll away because you lose. You came on late for whatever reason. Maybe you're a higher group number. Whatever it is, you gotta just hand your bag. No, what does he do? He comes rolling up to my row. He looks up, and I'm like. He better not be looking at my fucking bag. I don't know what the fuck he thinks he's doing. He pulls out some backpack. And he goes, whose backpack is this? Oh. And the woman sitting in the middle seat next to me is like, oh, that that's mine. Without even saying or asking a question or being nice, he fucking grape sodas the girl. And he hands her the backpack and says, oh, um, you could put that under your seat. Cool. Is that cool? But, but, but. He said it. He did it in grape soda style. As yeah, yeah, swiping yeah. The, as you swiped your fucking grape soda from the Chinese restaurant refrigerator and said, "Which we, they owed me." We good? Yeah, we, we good? good. You we are good? you fucking thief. He all he hands her the bag and says, "Hey, you can put this under your seat, right?" And she goes, and she was already holding the bag. She was like, "Guess." So she puts it under the seat, and then he puts his big ass roll away up top. Now. What are the rules of the road when you're boarding a flight as it pertains to overhead compartment space? Well, I mean, it's first come, first serve, but you should put your stuff in your overhead compartment. No, no, no. There's no rules on that one. That's bullshit. Anyone can put anything anywhere at any time. No, we talked about this two weeks ago. You should, if you're sitting in the back of the plane, put your fucking bag in the back of the plane. Don't put it in, the, in in row six. So when row six sits down, they can't put their bag yeah, in row but six. That's not that's an unwritten rule. But there are that should there be written. Are, there are rules to the well, don't touch people. other people's shit. Well, there's that, but there's also yes. But conversely, if I may pay, play devil's advocate for a second, mm-hmm. you're not gonna like this. But apparently, they say this because the announcement. They come over the announcement, the loudspeaker. And they say it every time on every flight, every carrier. They say if you have small items like laptops and, mm-hmm. and baggage, like yeah, stow them, backpacks, stow yep. it under your seat and leave the overhead compartment 
for the larger carrier, the, the larger carry-ons, the the uh, the rollaway. Yeah, and no, so, I got it. So technically, you could argue that this okay. guy was in the right. Now, I don't like him one bit, and I thought he was a real fucking prick. And he should he shouldn't be grabbing no, it. He no, should he say was one of those fucking weasels, sneaky little assholes that has that, that sense of entitlement on his face when he's this from the second he appeared. But what a motherfucker, you know, to be to grab this woman's stuff and just do that. At least have some couth. At now, least did he, did, say, excuse me, um, is this, uh, is it okay? Would it be okay if I put my roll away up here and you can store your backpack under your seat? You, you have a problem with it. No, I, I think he could ask nicely. I don't think he has a right to put his hand on the bag, take it out and hand it to her and say, you know, and give her the old grape soda. That I don't I don't like the old grape soda. I th- I think he could either say to the steward, the flight attendant, uh, "Hey, um, I don't know whose bag this is, but is it okay if we move it? I got to put my suitcase up." Or the the flight attendant could find him another spot to put his bag. There was none. He was fucked, and he was now six rows behind where he was going to sit. All right, so that part's not his fault. I mean, he got on late. Who knows? Maybe he delivered a baby in the in the terminal. You never know. So. <laughs> I don't like that he grabbed the bag. I think he could have said, ma'am, is this your bag? Listen, I got the thing. Can you please stow it? I think he could have worked it out. And more importantly, I bet you there was another overhead compartment that had room for a bag. Yeah, well, probably. But he didn't work. I don't like, I don't like his attitude. Yeah, well, that's what got me. But he technically might have been in the right. I don't know. Anyway, the flight ends. They, they finally, uh, we start leaving. And the the five guys surrounding this. Oh, was it a hamburger joint? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the five guys eating hamburgers. There's peanuts all over the floor in, the, in our area. <laughs> were all like, they were muttering under their breath. Fuck that guy. Fuck him. We're not gonna let. Oh, him I get say back. fuck him. I don't we're like. Gonna, his t- we're gonna like- block the aisle. He's gonna ask to like pass his bag to the front because he's sitting up there in seven, and we're up here in eleven and twelve. Well. You know, whatever. The the uh, sure enough, the guy jumped out of his seat, tried to like squeeze his way to the back, you know, toward my row while everyone was exiting the plane. And of course, I was the one. He's like, "Could you open up the open compartment? Gotta get my bag." Oh my god! And it sounds like it sounds like his molars were a little too tight. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and we walked well, off. His wisdom teeth. It, it's just, it's just another incident on a plane, and it's. I don't, so I don't know this, what to think. I don't know. So, I don't know what the right answer is. Well, let me ask you another question. Is this the big home run topic that you used twice now? How did it go over on the morning show? Oh, they they started arguing with each other. Everyone started arguing. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Because I, I don't like this guy. So I'll say rules of the plane. He's right. I don't like that he, that he grabbed the bag and handed it to her. Right. Rules of the plane. He may be in the right. But he what was, if she had what if she had lunch in the bag? Right. And, and it had to be held upright the way she put it in the upright. Uh, yeah. And then he's like, you know, oh, you know? Yeah. All right. I don't like this guy. All right. Fuck him. Now, now my story involves the airport. Oh, another airline story. So if you remember a couple of weeks ago, we, I had that problem where I got almost got arrested by Homeland Security. Yep. So as I finally got finished with him and I, and I got approved, uh, we had to now go through. Um, so I'm sorry. Before that guy. We had to go through uh, customs, right, uh-huh. to get to the guy who almost arrested me. So when we get to the customs, there's um, 
at this part, we, 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 were, we landed very early in the morning on, on uh, Labor Day. There's two gates open, right? Where you walk up, the guy's behind the plexiglass, and you walk up next to him or her, and they ask you some questions, and then you go through as long as you're innocent, right? So there's a left aisle and a right aisle. We're online for the left aisle. And the guy, the guy who's like directing traffic who works at the airport says, looks at me and my wife and he says, uh, you guys go to the right, go to the guy on the right. I'm like, all right. Okay. I mean, the line's a little longer, but all right. So we go on the a line to the guy on the right. We just figured the guy was like splitting up the line and the two people in front of me go. And then when it's our turn, the guy closes his window and walks away. He just leaves. <laughs> like he goes on break. So I look back at the guy running the line and I go, hey man, um, should we get back on the left line? Because he just left. Oh, no, no, he'll be back in a minute. Uh, I'm sure he's, uh, you know, he's not on break. He'll be back, whatever it is. He may go into the bathroom. So I'm like, all right, well, like four or five people go on the other line. Yeah. Like, I'm like what, what? But they're not moving. It's very long. It's taking a long time for these other people to go through this, the gate. I'm like, I don't know. All right. So I, I said to my wife, I go, should I ask the guy if we can just go in the left lane? Because the guy's not coming back. So I wait a couple of minutes and another two people go through customs. And I said, um, can we go on that line? He goes, trust me, stay on that line. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hearing the guy on the left, right? The guy on the left is asking everybody a hundred questions. Where did you go? What did you buy? What was the purpose? What do you do for a living? Where do you live? What's your job? Were you on vacation? Like grilling them, grilling them. Hardcore. The guy comes back from break and the guy gives me the wink and goes, go ahead. So we go to the guy and he goes, uh, you got anything, uh, any contraband? Nope. All right. Have a nice day. <laughs> what? So the guy on the right doesn't give a shit and lets you go through. So the guy looked at me and my wife was like, I'm going to do these guys a favor. He wanted us to go to the guy who doesn't care versus the crazy guy who's asking a million questions. So the reason he wanted us to wait was he wanted us to zip. To zip what? Zip through the guy on the right. The guy literally said, you got any contraband? Did you buy anything you shouldn't have? Nope. All right. Have a nice day. Meanwhile, the other people are getting backed up on the line because they're asking 100 questions. So uh, kudos to the guy at the airport. Very nice. Okay. So then I get, I get almost arrested by Homeland Security. At this point, we've been off the plane now for an hour. So what am I worried about, Scary? My luggage. Because I had, I had, I had to check uh, my bags. Because we took two bags to on the twelve day thing we went on the long cruise. I had two a luggage three bags. hour tour exactly. So I had a large black suitcase, giant, and then I brought like a, a carry on size electric blue suitcase with a handle and wheels, four wheels. That's important to the story. Okay, four wheels and electric blue, like really bright blue. So we go down and is was it handled by the, Debbie Gibson? Yes. Electric blue. Very good. Nice. Uh, 1988? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Okay. So all the bags now are off the conveyor, the carousel, because we're, we're, it's an hour after the plane lands. So I see there's like over in the distance, there's five or six bags. I can see there is an, um, a medium blue bag. This roughly the same size as mine. And I walked towards it and I went, I said to my wife, I'm like 30 yards away. I said, somebody took my bag. What? What do you mean? How do you know? There's a light blue bag over there uh, that, that I can tell isn't mine. Process of elimination. And it's an hour later. Why would there be a bag that looks like a fourth cousin of my bag over there 
Yeah. With my other bag and two other bags. Right. So we get up there and my electric light blue bag with chrome handles has been replaced by a medium blue bag with black handles and two wheels. How do you get that wrong? Okay. The name on the bag is J-O- Joe Fugenflagen. Now we just came in from Amsterdam, which is, you know, the name is Joe Fugenflagen. Some kind of one of those names, you know? So this idiot took my bag by mistake. So I'm like, oh, the fuck? This is what I need. I've been away for 12 days and this idiot took my bag. It doesn't even, like, scary. It would be like if you and I were sitting on the carousel and someone took you instead of me. (laughs) Like, we're, we're both white guys from Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. But if you look at us, we're, We're not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're missing you've hair. Got, you've got four. Wi- <laughs> <laughs> You're a much fatter suitcase. <laughs> well, because I figured I would hit you before you hit me. So yeah, yeah, and I'm a much smarter suitcase. Okay. So I say to the woman, what do I do? Someone took my suitcase. What the fuck? She says, you have to go over to the lost bag counter that the airline has. Right. Uh, okay. So we go up and over. And I get to the counter, and there's a woman there. Um, her name is Gloria. G-L-O-R-I-A, Gloria. Uh-huh. Thanks, you two. Thanks, Bono. Thanks, so Laura says, Brannigan. I- yeah. Gloria. So, Gloria. So, I think so, they, so, fu- they fucked my bag up. Bag up. I think you're going home now. <laughs> and you don't have your underwear. Okay. <gasps> so, so what I did was, on the trip, I put all my dirty luggage in the smaller suitcase. You know, my dirty underwear, the shirts I wore. So as I wore things, I put them in the blue suitcase. So I know what's in there, but also all of my souvenirs. Like all the bags of my uh, souvenirs are in there. Okay. You think Flugen so, Flugen was going to steal your shit? I don't know. I don't know. So I go to the counter and I get the woman in the corner, Gloria. And she's got this look. She's got the glasses on the chain, you know, around her neck. And she's got the look on her face like, mm-hmm. Like she's heard it all. Uh-huh. So I say, she goes, can I help you? I said, hi, I was on, I'm going to just say flight hundred. It wasn't Hi, I was on flight hundred and my bag was taken by someone by mistake. And she goes, eh, 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 slow down, sir. What flight? A hundred. She goes, oh, sir, your, your bag wasn't taken. Ma'am, if I could please finish and explain, sir, the luggage from that flight hasn't gone through customs yet. Uh, ma'am, my plane landed and ah, bah, 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 sir, my records show the plane you were on just landed Idiot. and the luggage hasn't Idiot. come out yet. I said, why ma'am. did she just hear you out? I said, ma'am, how can you tell me the plane just landed? I'm standing here. I'm standing here. My wife has her bag. I have my other bag. Would you please let me finish my story? Okay, sir, but they haven't gone through customs yet. Oh, this happens God. all the time. Listen, the plane landed an hour ago. All the bags are off. I already verified that with a woman by the carousel. May I please speak and finish my thought? Oh, you don't have to get annoyed with me. I'm like, I think I have to. So she says, well, go ahead with your story. So I tell her the story. And she says, so your bag looked like this bag? Yeah, that's what I said. Well, what color was your bag? Did you not hear me when I said electric blue bag? It looks like this electric blue bag. Well, sir, I'm not a computer. Did I ask you to, did I, 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 I'm not, did I say you were a computer? I turned to my wife. I said, did I say she was a computer? She goes, you didn't say she was a computer. I said, ma'am, I did not say you were a computer. I said, 
My bag is electric blue. I've told you that is the story. And I told you it looked like this bag, which I currently have, that you can see is medium to electric blue. So you shouldn't even have to ask me the color. It's this color. It's this bag. She said, are you sure this isn't your bag? Are you serious? Gloria. (laughs) Why are you so dense now? (laughs) Why can't you just help me? Okay. Gloria. (laughs) Someone stole my bag now. So she says, what's the, what's the name on the tag? I said, Joe, and it is Flugenflagen. So she says, how do you spell that? I said, S. She didn't like that. Flugtag. So I go, would you look at the tag, please? Just look at the tag. So she's typing it. Then she's like backing up because she typed it wrong. So what ended up happening here? Did did, did you get your bag eventually? Because I I feel like I would have heard about this like a while back. Okay, so she says- Had you not gotten your bag? She says, my records show that Joe is flying back to Amsterdam tomorrow. Oh, shit. They must be in for a day. I said, all right, well, can you contact them? I don't have a number on file. We'll have to research it through through the manifest on the plane and see if we can figure out their contact information. But that's going to take a while. Oh. Well, I need my I need my bag. Well, they've probably left the airport at this point. So many problems. So I said, okay. They said your your bag will be returned tomorrow. We'll we'll stop the person at the airport. And I said, what happens when the when the bag gets here? We will have the the bag delivered to your house. Not a problem. Okay. All right. Oh, fine. Boy. All right. I'm upset, but okay. And and I walk away and I hear going, man. Tell me. So I said, hey, computer, I hear you. The muttering under the breath. The muttering. Okay. All right. So the next day, I get a phone call at eight at uh, at eight a.m. and it says, uh, "Mr. Brady, we just want to confirm that uh, we are still actively looking for your bag, and we anticipate getting a uh, the person's flight is at four o'clock. We anticipate uh, now. There's no phone number to call, by the way. There's no phone number to call to check on your bag. I just have a, a, a number where they call. They called me and I had like a a, a ticket number. Okay." They, they, so they said, they'll call you. The flight is at like four or five o'clock or whatever it was. We will call you with an update on your bag. I don't get an update on my bag. It's eight o'clock at night. And I get a call saying the driver is a few stops away and uh, he'll be there shortly. I said, oh, great. Great. The bag's on its way. Great. Yeah. Eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, no bag. Ah. Okay. Yeah. This I go sounds, on the web. This sounds eerily familiar, familiar to me. I go on the website. It says, I go on the website at 10 o'clock. It says, after 11 p.m., yeah. the bag will be delivered the next day. <laughs> I go, you son of a bitch. You had my bag at 4 o'clock. You don't call me till 8 o'clock to tell me he's nearby or he's a few stops away, whatever that means. And now I got to wait till tomorrow. I don't know if the souvenirs, if anything's broken. Uh, I wanted to give something to somebody that right. was not going to be around. Like, I'm, I'm pissed off. All right. So... At 2.45 in the morning, I hear bing bong, bing bong on my front door. <laughs> the bag that was supposed to be delivered the next day, I know what you're saying, 2.45 in the morning it's is the technically next the next day. day. <laughs> the guy fucking rings my bell at 2.45 in the morning but and the, runs okay, off. so you should have been so happy. Fuck Gloria. Fuck the guy in the car. Oh, come on. You got Fuck your, you. You got your bag back. I got okay. So I opened the bag at two forty-five in the morning. I, you know how you, you want to say you want to like you know how you you save uh, room in the suitcase. You roll everything, yeah, and you tuck your socks in the shoes. Yeah, was, yeah. Was, you, it, was everything there oh, and accounted for? Okay, scary. It everything that was on the top of my suitcase was on the bottom. 
Everything on the bottom was on the top, and it looked like somebody was going through it looking for a gold tooth. Uh, he was they ransacked it. <laughs> looking for something valuable. But then he said, ah, there's a bunch of shit in no, here. No, I don't think they were looking <laughs> for something valuable. He, uh, first of all, if the guy did it, if Joe Flugenflagen Flugen did it, then he's got to be a fucking asshole that it took him to take apart my whole bag to realize it wasn't his bag. Right? Like, how did you not immediately realize when you got home, fuck, it's not my bag? Then, when he brought it back to the airport, they probably have to put it through security Ugh. to make sure he didn't put a bomb in it so that the security people oh. had to go through my dirty underwear and everything else. Was there, well, let me ask you this, was anything broken? No. Everything was there. Except, okay. my, except my confidence in the airline. Okay. So, fuck them. Uh, you, Two, you know, <clears throat> fuck them. 2.45 in the morning. Ba-boom. Can you imagine? Ba-boom. Ba-boom. But no, but fuck Joe Flugenflagen and the, fuck Gloria. Flugenflagen. Scary, could you, if you took a black bag that looked like another black bag, you'd be like, okay, I get it. I, right. But if you take a bag with four wheels yeah. and your bag has two wheels yeah. and it's got chrome handles. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, he wasn't thinking. No. All right. All right. I'm sorry. All right. That's okay. Just take a deep breath. All right. We got to play audio. Let's, okay. let's take a break. We'll, we'll play take audio. a break. I got one other thing for you, too. Oh, it's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. 
You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. A story of hope. This is very quick. On this podcast, remember, did I talk on this podcast about, and again, we'll get away from airline shit here, uh, but yeah. remember I told you about Lufthansa Airlines and how <laughs> Wait I complained? Wait a minute. Oh, we're getting past the we airline are. shit. Remember okay. I told you about Luft- Lufthansa Airlines and yes. how- it's Lufthansa. They, and I messed, and, and they fucked me because they didn't have someone waiting there for me with the flight. Yes. And then I missed the flight. And, right. and then, well, um, complaining has its benefits. That mm-hmm. night, they put me on an Alitalia flight, you know? And, and so they, they refunded my other flight that I missed. I missed a flight, but it was their fault, okay? Because the planes were late coming in. And they, well, we talked about they, it. They I made the, the joke right, yeah. that it's the planes with hair right. under their arms. So, right. So, so just to recap that, it, it was their fault. It was mechanical errors, and it was all in their court. I got my refund on that flight, and they, they actually hooked me up but you know, with, with the flight, and I got in late. Now- there's the pain and suffrage part, the free dessert part of that, which I was going after. And I said, and I go and in a letter writing campaign back and forth with Lufthansa for two yep. to two and a half months. I said, we, I said, look, that's all well and good that you guys took care of it, but we are not even. There was pain and stress and anxiety. Yes, yes, I should yes. Have arrived on site at my destination. Right. At Roll it up at four p.m. I got there at midnight. It was awful. It was disaster. I couldn't get my they money lost back. Eight from, hours. Couldn't get my money back from the hotel. Blah 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 blah. Out of nowhere. I, by the way, I thought that they they they. I haven't heard from them for like three and a half weeks. I'm like, wow. I'm like, these people are really fucking me over. They're not gonna write back to me. They're literally gonna ghost me. Well. I got an email three days ago from Lufthansa. This is a follow-up. Oh. It said, Mr. Scary, we've reviewed your case. We want to let you know that we agree that's not enough. Mm. Please, on behalf of Lufthansa Airlines, uh, would you accept oh. a check in the sum of $811.46? Oh. oh, I feel like I should get 20% of that. They said, give us your routing number, boom, and it'll appear in your account. And there you go. They deposited eight, They deposited $811 in U.S. Right dollars. In. You'd have to wait a month for a check. Nope. That was it. They also wanted to make sure it was done in a, they said, we want this to go away in a diligent fashion. You've waited long enough. We're yeah. so sorry. We noticed this, this, this ticket has been open for three months. So slices, ladies, gentlemen, it pays to follow up and be persistent because I was not going to let this one go. I was, I was hanging on it and, and they, and yeah, they gave me $811 just for the stress. And the fact that I lost, I lost my, my whole night at that hotel. I, I literally came back to the hotel. I got to the hotel just to sleep that night when yeah. I should have been there and went well into the afternoon and enjoy it. Yeah. You know? Now be on, now be honest, scary. Yeah. Well, before uh, I've yelled, I started yelling at you about this. Would you ever have dreamed about writing that letter? No, probably not. All right, you're welcome. Yeah, you know, I'm uh, proud of you. I need to type that up and email it to me for the book. 
For the book. Yeah, no, that absolutely. That that's a good, good one for the book. I like that. Um, it's quality. It's not quite time. We're gonna save the uh save the uh, talkbacks for the last segment. Um All right, but what about my audio that we didn't play last we'll, week? We'll do that here, but before that, um gotta talk to you about um uh, what would you do? Ooh. WW uh if for a if Klondike you, bar. Well, what if you and I rolled out to dinner and we were wearing the exact same button down collared shirt in the same color and everything. Like clearly it's not like, Oh, you got a blue sweater on and I have a blue sweater sweater on and they, and they're the same shirt because, but they look similar. No, no. Right. I'm talking well, they'd about be different. They'd be, same. Mine would be, mine would be smaller. So no, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Right. So uh, no, no. Uh, you know what? Uh, oh, that's weird. And we both wear our shirts untucked. So it's not like that's right. one of us would tuck yes. in and one of us where yes. we look a little different. Yeah. Uh, I tend to wear a t-shirt underneath yeah. that might set it off. But if we were in the same shirt, wow. does it match? Does it look? Oh, I don't know about that. It happened, Are there other people? It Are there other weekend. people at dinner? Oh, God. Or is it yeah. just us? Oh, yeah. No, everyone's out to dinner. We're all to dinner. Oh, then I would not sit next to you. Yeah, Thursday night we were in uh, in Miami and uh, Nate, and we were going to Carbone, which was a big, big thing for us. I mean, we were going yeah, with yeah, yeah. members of the morning show. Uh-huh. And we were like, eh, let's fucking, uh, let's go to dinner. Okay, great. All of a sudden, Next thing you know, I'm in the lobby of the Fountain Blue standing there and Nate comes out of the elevator wearing the exact same shirt, which, by the way, coincidentally, we bought in the same boutique at Fountain Blue three years ago. We had gotten oh, this shirt. See, that's your we, problem. We shopped you at can't the same- wear a Fountain Blue shirt at the Fountain Blue. Well, no, it wasn't a Fountain Blue shirt. It was it was a we. We yeah, but you were, you were in a place. Team. Yes, you shopped at the same place. Oh. Anyway, it's a beautiful shirt. Nate and I have worn it on several occasions, and we both agree it's one of our favorite shirts in our closet. But uh, so you knew he had the same shirt? Didn't know that day. So no. Yeah, but, until, no, 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 no. You knew he owned the same shirt. We and knew, knew it, yes. So and you, you knew and, that you both bought it at the same hotel yes, you were going yes, to. Yes, yes, Oh, you can't wear the shirt. Well, well you got to say to him, Nate, you're not wearing that shirt, are you? Well, we've you're not going to wear the blue tomorrow. We've checked in with each other before. Oh, it's that's funny. A fail. We've checked in with each other before. We're going on vacation and stuff. We're going to the same place. We're like, hey, uh, but you bring in the shirt? We always do this. I'm like, nah, I'm going to leave it home. Okay, cool. One time we both showed up. We both came to our vacation destination together with the shirt, but he had the wherewithal to wear it on one night. And I said, you know what? Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to wear it on the last night. And uh, it was different. Uh, so this time uh, we fucking, we ran right into each other. Now, what do you think we did? Okay, well, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you what I would do before you tell me what you guys did. If you and I showed up in the same shirt, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I'd go sit a few seats away from you. And then if somebody said, you guys wearing the same shirt? I go, no, I got mine at Kohl's. I would take the hit. This way it looks like we're not wearing the same shirt because you wouldn't. You well, definitely wouldn't shop at Kohl's. Well, hold on, yeah. hold on. Bep, 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 bep. If Nate and I showed up in the same shirt, <laughs> I'm going back to my room. <laughs> Why, Brody? Because Nate's wearing a shirt two sizes smaller, and I, and he's taller than I am. So I'm going home. I'm leaving. Well, I'll say this. Nate looked at me, and he goes, you know what? Fuck it. And he went I'm- shirtless. <laughs> he said, let's just fucking go. Come on. Come on. Who cares? I'm like, okay. Yeah, because he, uh- he's looking at the shot. Come on. You know why he's saying that. Why? Because you're the you're the before picture. Well, we all went. He's out to, the after, and everybody. Uh, well, everybody that was with us. No at dinner, offense. Everybody was with us at dinner. They were like, they were like, you guys really aren't going to go up and change your shirts, or what are you not going to? And we're like, nah, fuck it. So 
We got into an Uber. We ended up at Carbone. And sure enough, we get there and immediately... And Nate does. Nate stands next to me on purpose. He yep. wanted to lean into yep. this whole thing. You, you were the duff. He no, said, I mean, no offense, but he duffed you. And he said to me, hey, "Wait, the dumb, ugly, fat friend." The well, duff. He was. I'm not saying you. You're not dumb or ugly, but he definitely he fuffed you. He fuffed you. I'm fat. He's where. <laughs> well, like, well, you're not. You're, well, I, I'm not no, Nate. I'm not Nate. I'm that's what I mean compared to him. You're you're in you're in decent shape, but he's like a he's a fucking medium. He's a, he's a medium so he at best. He did this on purpose. Yes, he's like oh, it's like it's like it's like okay, you know like the the you know what a duff is, right? Designated ugly fat friend. You're not a duff, but you know sometimes female groups will bring along a friend that they look better next to, makes them look better. That's what I've heard. I'm not saying that's right. I'm not condoning. That. I think I think some 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 women do that. Unfortunately, I know it's, it's like terrible. I bring I, br I bring dumb people with me because I can look smarter. You mm. got to stand next to Nate because Nate wanted to stand next to you. Well, deliberately. Uh, so when we get there, everyone, the wait from the waiter to the bartender, and they're like, oh, my God. And then obviously we had to do the song and dance with everybody. We didn't plan this. Right. This is not a uniform. We're not well, going well, to work same, after this. Same color pants. Uh, and our jeans were off a little bit, but we were still wearing the oh. shirt was untucked with jeans. The, the thing we, we had the same type of look. And and so everybody was like, you know, oh, my God, you know, and it became a conversation piece. And we laughed about it. And we took video. We put it on Instagram. It was a great day. Right. It was an awesome night. Now, how would this have been different if we were two women? Because that's where I was really going with this. But you threw the fucking duff angle in. Yeah, I think I think he was like, oh, I'll just stay next to because, you know, Nate. Nate's a medium, but he puts on weight sometimes and he gets very self-conscious and he tells you he's fat, but like he put on like three pounds, right? You know, he's one of those people where he's like, oh, oh I'm so fat, my well, pants don't fit. Um, I, think, I think Nate must have been feeling like he gained a pound and a half this month and he wanted to be like, oh, Stanix is scary. This way I'll, I'll look like I didn't look, gain any weight. Wow. And that's not, a, that's not an insult to you. You're a normal weight. Nate is just tall and slimmer than us. So I would not stand next to him. Wow. And and if I know you, if you guys had gone to a club, you would have spent the rest of the night making sure everyone knew you weren't together as a couple. <laughs> anyway. Right, okay, right let, or wrong. That, leave, that, leave that point on the okay, table for right, a okay. second. But yeah. how would women have responded differently? Women would have fucking, they would have clawed each other's eyes out. I'm like, oh my God, we can't be seen together. Someone would have immediately went up and changed and that would have been the end of the, end well, of the conversation. Well, I, I don't think they would have clawed each other's eyes out. But if women no, had the same knowledge... If two and I can't, I'm not going to speak there for was, There was a two minute. There was a two minute wait time in the lobby while we waited for everybody to get down there. Yeah, one of you should have gone back upstairs. But here's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to speak for women, and I'm not saying it's. I'm just saying uh, from what I've gonna, seen. You're not going to mansplain this. The, no, no. The women I've seen, the women I've been exposed to in my life, they've exposed it? would probably yes, not as many as I'd like. Would would probably be annoyed with each other. Because they had this arrangement that you and Nate had. They were aware that they, they would have called each other before the trip and said, don't bring the floral dress with the with the blue sleeves. They would have said, like, whatever. They would have planned it. It never would have happened. Yeah. And All then, right. it, but, blah, blah. but if then they both thought, well, if she's not going to bring it, and I'm not going to bring it. I'll bring it because she's not bringing it. They both would have thought the other one wasn't going to bring it. Therefore, they both would have brought it. And then it would have been fireworks. Not fighting, but they would have been like, I thought you weren't going to bring but it. But it would have been, the dynamic would have been way differently than us being like, yeah, we're just two, we're just joking around. Who cares? Because I feel like 
it, it, it is a bigger deal to women than it is to guys. Yeah, I think if a woman, if the equivalent of Nate and a woman had the same outfit on as the equivalent of you as a woman, they might. I don't think the the woman, you, the female you would want to stand next to the female Nate at all. Definitely not. Okay. All right. All right. But you sucked it up, so to speak, right. and you guys so, did you sit together at dinner? We did. we uh we did. We sat next to each other. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, we now, leaned into it. We we made it a thing. Like, oh, look at this! These two guys with the same exact shirt. Anyway, whatever. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one last thing on this conversation because right. it's it's a, it's a quickie. You, now, th- this clothing wasn't made by Theory, right? No. Because just a flashback for the slices when Scary bought the hundred dollar tie dye T shirt. It was ninety five dollars. Okay, so not a hundred. Woo! I'm so sorry. So my wife and I were shopping. We're going. We're going to look at it. We're in Macy's. And you know how Macy's has the, like, um, the nicer Macy's have, like, uh, on the men's department, all the designer names are in sections. Yes. So, like, Hugo Boss and then Armani. Yeah. Like, they're all in sections. So, we're walking down the row of expensive clothing, and I see this, this really, really, really nice lavender hoodie. And go, all right. Okay. Well, I like that. I'm going to try that on. I'm not looking at the price tag. I'm just going to try it on. And I put on the hoodie and scary. It was, it was like they sewed it for me. It was the perfect. It, it felt like butter, like butter, like butter. And it, it laid properly. It was the right size. You know, you buy something. It's like, well, if only it was a little smaller here, the, yeah. the thing was there. scary. It was the most perfect thing I've put on in. And I don't know how many years. Good. So I come out of the fitting room and my wife, she goes, Oh, you gotta, that's, you gotta get that. You like that, don't you? I might bang you tonight. Because I don't. Yeah, 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 right. Okay. Because I don't normally come out of the fitting room unless I like something. I'm not gonna come out if I don't like it. Right. So I take it off and I go. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna put it back. Because what? Do you, look at that. Let's look at the price tag. I said, all right. So how much do you think this no zip hoodie from Theory was? Uh two hundred and twenty-eight dollars. Two ninety five. <laughs> well, I didn't even know. I didn't even know it was theory. I didn't even know it was theory. I looked at the label. I went, "Oh my god, no! It's theory. It's theory. It's uh, that. It's that label I make fun of Scary for. Fuck you." I, so Good I said, to, "I said to Good my wife, I said, I said if if Scary, I said I really did. I said if his tie dyed shirt was a hundred dollars, how much could a hoodie be?" So then we looked. I said, "How much do you think it is?" She goes, "I don't know, one fifty. Yeah. I said, "All right, I'll look at it. Two ninety five. <laughs> You should have gotten it. Two ninety five. But dude, it looks great on you. You can't. You can't. Scary. Pay. The the problem is I can't wear it to a meal because I'll get food on it. I can't wear it when I drive. I'll get soda on it. I can't wear it. I can't wear saying, an article of clothing. I would have if it, because you put a price. You can't put a price yes, on I, good I looks. have to put a. I have. Well, first of all, when I listen, it looks great look on good you. On, it, like, yeah, it, but it's the perfect. It sounded like it was the perfect. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, if you put if you put really nice we, uh, rims on a on a on an old beat up car, you're wasting your money on the rims. So yeah, I look good in the hoodie sweatshirt, but not to the level of I should go to the club in it. You know what I mean? It make you feel good. It would have made it you did. It evoked it, it evoked a but, feeling. Okay. Here's the problem. Uh, here's why. Here's the problem. I thought. Maybe it's 125. My wife thought it was going to be 150. At that point, I mentally prepared myself for 170. Would you have gotten it? Would you have taken it at 200? No, uh, no, 
No, but if you would have taken it for 170. I would have said 170. I'll wait till it goes on sale or I get a coupon, like 20 percent <laughs> off. Of course. Pieces. Well, if because between, I, I would, yeah. But uh, it's it's like yeah. a regular hoodie is like what 35, 40 bucks. It's the difference between you and I. It really is you and me. It, no, it's the difference between three kids and no kids, my friend. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Hit the jingle. The Beck and Boys Podcast with Bodie and Scary. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Uh, we got audio. What do you want to play first? The uh, listener audio or my audio? I, we got, oh, shit, there's a lot to cover in a little time. Let's All right, play the listener audio. Let's play, let's play, you said it was, so we don't want to do any, a bunch. Uh, we don't want to do the other audio then. But let's play a couple of listener audios and let's see. Let's All play right. the first one. Let's play the first one okay. and see what it goes. So this is uh, the talkbacks. These, these are, if, if you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, bonus, you get to talk back to us. Press the microphone and uh, comment back and we may play them like, uh, yeah. this one here. 
Hey, Scary Brody, this is Maddie. Hey, hey. Scary, stop being a bougie bastard. Just go into <laughs> the store and get the Mad Hatter costume. It's not that difficult. It's not like it's flying off the shelves everywhere. I'm sure you can get that costume. You're just being a bougie bastard that doesn't want to go into a store. <laughs> okay, sorry, but it was sold out everywhere. Okay, and I tried two different stores, uh-huh. three different All stores right. in Manhattan. It was the lateness of the hour, unfortunately. I was yeah, not yeah, able. Yeah. No, I couldn't get the costume. Because no, you're like the guy who got on the plane late and couldn't put his bag in the uphole. That, upper, I'm uh, like yeah, that guy. So, yeah, so no, yeah. it wasn't All being right. a bougie. And that, that has nothing to do with being a bougie bastard. All right, hope. All right, let's make maybe the next one be more positive for you. Go ahead. Okay, so now that Brody's not on the big show, Scary is just going to use his lame topics that he pitches on the big show, also on the podcast, and I have to listen to them twice. That's a no for me, dog. Wow. My, my, my fans are out tonight, huh? Wow. So what do I owe this honor? You already did that on tonight's, on this episode. You took a show topic yeah. and I called you out on it and she recorded that like a week ago and she called you out on it. Well, I'll say this. On Can the you big play that show, one again? Can I'll, you play no. that one again, please? On, this, on, the, on, on the big show, let me say this. First of all, Brody is not on the big show anymore. You are absolutely right. right. So if I want his opinion on something, we do it on the podcast. I don't yeah, see yeah, a problem with fair. that. Secondly, no, secondly, when I bring a topic up on the big show, or anyone does, they last for 20 seconds. So let me just say this, and I'm, I, I, I get, and I'm not going to get into like the minutia of radio versus podcasting. Oh, when we're please. doing a radio broadcast for everyone from 10 million people, we got to go quick. Oh. Time is of the essence. We're doing it live. People are on their way to work. They only have bite-sized minutes with us. So you can't really elaborate on much of anything. The whole point of a podcast and podcasting and this format is we get to elaborate. We get to hang out. We get to, you know, you know, investigate I, 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 a little scary, bit. Scary, scary. I have to get to work. Can you hurry up? Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. That <laughs> wasn't about you. It was just about. No, the, but that's the, the point. So, no, yeah, is. so I meant, there are some things that I mentioned <laughs> on the big show that get that we talk about, we touch on for 20, 30 seconds. So maybe we should just do 20-second topics on the podcast. I don't know. No, 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 no. It was funny. All right, let's play the next one. No, no. I feel like she's taking offense to it. No, you're 0 for 2. Come on. Let's go. No, you don't know. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> well, they love easy me. Easy for go you to say. Yeah, that's it. Go but ahead. seriously, if people we want to know the method to the, behind the madness, that's the truth. We we this is our this is my forum. The morning show is a shared forum whoa, whoa, that's whoa, whoa, led whoa, whoa, by whoa, Elvis. Whoa, whoa. This is our forum. Well, it's our forum. This is yeah. you and I talking you at great me. length about things that are on our minds. You and me. Yep. And th- that's the reason the podcast was created. So on the big show, it's really Elvis's world, and we're all just guests in it. Right? Am I wrong? I'm not a guest anymore. I'm here with you. I'm just saying, I didn't get to hear it. My, the, the girl was right. I'm not on the show. I'm not in that a guest in that room. I did not hear it. So I'm fine with it. Absolutely fine with it. But I, I get her point. This is Marilyn in Omaha. You, got, you guys, this is the best podcast ever. You singing Omaha. and everything. It's so, so funny. This is the best. I'm going to listen to this one over and over when I'm wow. at work. Number two, Good job. Number 233 is a keeper, sounds like. Love her. Very nice. Okay. That's nice feedback. What's up, Brooklyn boys? <clears throat> Just wanted to go off on your rant about TSA, being as though I used to work for them. Uh-oh. First off, we don't x-ray people. Secondly, 
You're right. When people leave their buckets there, it's such a pain in the ass. I would pay other passengers just go around it. And then having people leave their buckets at the end, atrocious. Then I have to stop the entire extra machine for you. Keep it up, guys. Love this new stuff when I work in my new job now. Thank you, sir. Also, uh, congrats on the new job. On episode 228. Here we go. Also, oh. if this was at Newark you were flying through, that's where I used to work. Yeah. All the TSA people there, for the most part, are a bunch of a-holes. Oh, shit. And just have a bad attitude. <clears throat> Whoa. Some of them are good. Most of them not so much. Peace out, guys. Okay. Well, you heard it from him. Wow. You can't not, argue with that. That is not our opinion. That's his opinion. All right. Here's some um, feedback from episode 234. Hi, Brody and Scary. This is Tamara from upstate New York. I'm listening to your most recent episode. It is November 3rd. And the Wait. second that Brody mentioned through, in my head, I said, through, there it is. Yes. I'm with you on this, Brody. Yes. yes! Love the podcast. Throop! There it Omaha! is. Listening since episode zero. Best podcast out there. You guys are the best. Appreciate it. Yes! So Loving someone, me in Omaha. So, so your wife needs to get a life. What? Well, your wife was the one who didn't get or care about or thought, think the Throop, there oh. it is, joke was funny. In my wife's defense, she was driving and very stressed from driving, so I, I love nah, Maybe you should marry this woman. I'm good. She sounds nice, though. Hey, Brody and Scary. Scary and Brody. Um, you guys were talking about Snoop's blunt roller and about the saliva. And there are these things called raw cones. And it's basically uh, hemp paper already in the shape of a blunt. And all they do is fill it up and tap it in with a little piece of wood. And that's your blunt without any saliva. I could, sm- I could smell the weed coming out of her microphone right there. Somebody knows <laughs> a little too much. I love that. Yeah. Oh, very knowledgeable. Yeah, I love, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised she remembered. But yeah, I- I'm kidding. That's great. All right, so no saliva. Gary, right. I love you, but as a dentist, the top right is number one, and the top left is number 16. You'll be fine. You'll just be a chipmunk. Have your girlfriend get you some milkshakes for a bit, eat some ice cream, you'll be fine. Wait a second. We just talked about that on this podcast. I guess I also mentioned it on the last podcast. Yeah, you did. You, you briefly, oh, I, mentioned, I briefly it. mentioned it. But you know what? You know, that would have been good enough for that first talkbacker because we mentioned it already. <clears throat> <laughs> but so one in 16, okay, I got them mixed up left and right. You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. All right. Throop. There it is. Throop. There it is. There it was. That's it. Leave us a talk back if you listen on the iHeartRadio app. That's all I got for you. All right. Now I got some audio clips to play, and then we'll uh, we'll say goodnight, goodnight. Yeah, I have. What is this ejaculate responsibly? Okay. So, you know, sometimes it's okay to say things in a dirty way, or like on the radio. If, if, if uh, on the morning show or in radio in general, you can say sexual things if you don't say them in a titillating way, or if they say them in a scientific way. Right. <clears throat> or like you could say Shit's Creek because you're talking about the name of a television show. Correct. Right? So as long as you're serious about it, you know, go, oh, shit. <laughs> Shit's Creek. <laughs> that you can get in trouble for. So this is a very serious broadcaster. Her name is Katie Turr. I love Katie Turr. I love Katie Turr. NBC, MSNBC, but very bright woman. And she had an author on 
And just listen to how awkward this sounds on broadcast television. It's not outlawing the medical procedure. Instead, it's for men to ejaculate responsibly. You heard me, and I'll say it again. She argues the vast majority of all abortions would stop if men took responsibility for where and when they ejaculate. Joining me now is the author of the... Ejaculate responsibly. Yeah. So here's this hot girl woman on the news going, ejaculate responsibly. I love that. It's not, it's when and where you ejaculate. Thank you, Katie. All right. I got uh, native. Okay. What does the term native mean? If you say you're a native New Yorker, what does that mean? I'm from here. Um, Okay. Now, if you move to California, what does that mean? I'm not. Are you still a native New Yorker? I'm still a native New Yorker, but I'm not a native Californian. I'm. Right, yeah, but yeah. you don't lose. You once you're a native, you're always a native. Always, not according to this woman. Go ahead. It's a very confusing time in Florida. It's, Florida's already a confusing state. Having been a native, I can say that. Yeah. Having been a native, so at one point she was a native of Florida. Yeah. No, honey, you're still a native of Florida. Yeah. Uh, okay. Or you went to college there, and you don't know what the word native means. All right. Navage. What's the next one? Navage. Oh, okay. Navage. So remember, remember when I came back from Europe, I said. Some words sound sexier, and I said, um, like, fromage. Oh, wait, well, you want the fuller clip on that one? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah. You, uh, you played the wrong one. I have, the, I have numbered. Hey, hey, bah, 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 shut up. I have them numbered one and two, right? Don't I? No, you don't. <clears throat> I have, oh, I have a short, okay. So this may be my new, my new um, uh, commercial. <clears throat> Scary, what's the commercial that we always make fun of? Katie Babs. No, no, not the DJ. The clothing commercial. Oh, Peter Millar. Right, Peter Millar. This may be my new Peter Millar. Now, here's what I want you to listen for. First of all, listen to the way he, it's it's for Navage. <clears throat> Navage is a product for cleaning out your nose. Okay? Mm. It's basically a neti pot, I guess. I don't know. But I want you to listen to how many times he says Navage. So like he's it's the Peter Millar now, but it's it's Navage. And listen to the words, the way he says nose and he accents it. And how disgusting this commercial is. And you're listening in your car. Maybe you're eating. Listen to the commercial. Count the navages. And listen to the way he says nose. Go ahead. You wash your hands. You brush your teeth. But what about the nose? How do you clean your nose? With navage. Navage uses powered suction to pull saline in one nostril around the back of the nose and out the other nostril, flushing out allergens, mucus, and germs. And it's why cleaning your nose, the body's air filter, is the next evolution in daily personal hygiene. People try Navage for lots of reasons. Sinusitis, colds, allergies, snoring, things that make it hard to breathe through your nose. But over time, they find that cleaning their nose makes them feel better, a lot better. Over 3 million Navage users have written more than 100 thousand reviews averaging 4.7 stars saying best product uh, i've ever used and amazing i uh, love my navage uh, navage helps you breathe better uh, sleep deeper and snore uh, less navage is good personal hygiene and can help <laughs> you stay healthier navage and- conclude navage it's the way that he speaks about you navage. navage 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 but who navage. speaks this way it's it'll help you clean out your navage navage <laughs> It, it's the way you clean up the nose. Ugh. Yeah. Terrible. Pass. Hard pass. Is there any more? Because I have one more I thing got, to play I on my popular phone. popular and waddle. Oh, have you ever heard anyone say the word? Now, popular has like a y sound in the middle, popular. right? Popular. I want to be popular. I, I know about popular. Yes, but she also says, I want to be popular. popular. 
Okay, listen to what this guy says that word. That's a wicked reference for our mm. Broadway theater fans. Yep, yep. Oh. With Carl Adams, where Jacobs will be popular. We'll be with you for the next Poplar? two hours. Popular? Popular? With Carl Adams, where Jacobs will be popular. We'll be with you for the next two hours. Yeah, that person never learned it properly. Popular. 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 By the way, speaking of Broadway, I saw two Broadway shows this past weekend. Which ones? I saw a parade with um, Ben Platt. Yeah. Limited run, two weeks only. Uh, one week only, I think. Fantastic show. Yeah. And I saw um, Kimberly Akimbo. Okay. Which, which is a dumb name, but about a girl named Kimberly. Hilarious. Great play. Uh, really good. Waddle. Uh, any more clips? Just waddle, and we got to get out of here. We gotta oh, no, I got to play one more clip. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. I got one more clip, but nope. then, let's play waddle. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, no, no, I got to explain uh, it. Uh, the Miami Dolphins have two star-wide receivers. If you don't know football, those are the two guys that tend to go out for passes. A lot of guys go out for passes, but these are the guys that usually run down the field, right? Yeah. Um, Hill and Waddle. Okay, Hill is short and really fast, and Waddle, a little bit taller, also very fast. Hill and Waddle, okay? Tyreek Hill and Waddle. I want you to listen to who the first announcer says caught the touchdown, and listen to the second announcer. Let it play out. Oh, it's a touchdown, Waddle! No pass protection, better throw, and Tyreek Hill is wide open. In the back of the end zone. Waddle, Joe, this is his fourth touchdown catch of the year. Oh, Waddle, excuse me. Okay, so the first guy yells, touchdown, Waddle! The guy sitting right next to him says, oh, wide open, Tyreek Hill! Yeah, I saw that. And the, okay, so here's my question. If you're watching the game, maybe you couldn't see the player, but the guy sitting right next to you just yelled out, touchdown, Waddle! Oh, a touchdown, Waddle! No pass protection, better throw, and Tyreek Hill is wide open. In the back of the end zone. Waddle Joe, this is for a touchdown. Wow. He's like, and the guy's like, uh, Waddle Joe, put down the alcohol. How do you miss that? I, he I, wasn't paying attention to him. <clears throat> no. Okay, so <clears throat> last thing before we go. This past weekend, hopefully, if the House of Representatives finally passes it, this will be one of the last two times we change our clocks for daylight saving time. There's no S. <clears throat> daylight saving time. You would agree with that, Scary, right? It's not daylight savings. You're saving daylight. It's you're daylight wrong. You're saving. wrong. You're wrong. It's daylight it's the, savings time. It's daylight no, it's savings not. time. No, you're, it's not. No, it's not. Mm, no, it's not. Mm, all right. Well, okay. What, what's the clip? You going to do a saving okay. savings thing or what? Uh, so I asked. I asked uh, my Alexa. Two different questions about daylight saving time. Listen to the two answers. 22 at 2 a.m. and we'll end on November 6, 2022 okay. at 2 a.m. Got it right that time. Hey, Ziggy, how long before daylight saving time? Daylight savings time was seven months, three weeks, and three you days. You got them ago. both. I got them both. How does that happen? So while you are correct that it is Thank officially you. daylight saving Thank time. Thank you. I've seen official articles. A lot of yep. them. At, that, that means they're wrong. That it have, doesn't make it that, right. That have expressed it both ways. So I don't know. It's what, singular. Um, it's, you you, you, you no, can say it, it wrong. Logically, logically, yes, it's singular. Daylight saving time. You're because saving, you're saving time. Daylight. You're not savings time. I'm not savings money. I'm saving money. It's not money savings time. Yeah, it's but money you have saving. A, but you have a savings account. That's because it's possessive. 
It's an account for savings. Uh, That's why it is. Yeah. It's an account for savings. But if I said I was I was saving money, you wouldn't say I'm savings money. Daylight saving. This is the shit that keeps you up at night. Once again, it, don't, uh, it kept me up one hour less because uh, I set uh, my clock back. And by the way, we're back on standard time. This is the, we are now on standard time. Okay? Oh, by the way, technically, if I didn't change my alarm, I would have slept an extra hour. I understand what I'm saying. Right, okay. but we are we are on standard time right now. That's right. And, we and ended so, and daylight so saving time. The ended. Senate has already approved and given right. the go ahead. The Senate. The has Senate, already, the House has, has not approved. The House yet. has not yet. Now, if they right. do approve it and it goes forth and the president signs it, then it will be it shall pass, and then we will be on daylight saving time forever. We right. will not we'll be never have to discuss it again. But, but but we won't be on. It's not like you're getting rid of daylight saving time. Yes, we are. Nope. You yes, are. You are. No. Getting, you are. No. You no. Are going from standard because we will in March. Forward the clock one hour, and we will stay that way forever. We, yes. But this is standard time, and we will scary. be on daylight saving time forever. Because that's, that's the not natural scary. time. Yes. Scary. Once you're on daylight saving time forever, yeah. and the law is changed, that becomes the new standard, bright boy. Uh, no, I get that. But what I'm saying <laughs> nah, nah. is, but, uh, if, uh, but if you're uh, differentiating uh, between standard time and yes. saving time. Yes, this is the way. Saving time. We, yes. just, okay. we just went from saving time to standard time. We still have to make another rotation to go back to saving time. And right. we'll be on saving time forever. Okay, okay. Which wait, then wait. becomes the new standard. Right. Right. That's my point. It'll be just standard time. It'll just be time. No, I get It'll that. It'll just be time. And you know what? It's time. Hit the song. Ugh. You exhaust me. Do I though? Yeah. Ah, uh, that's because we're both from Brooklyn. Brooklyn! The boys from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. The boys from Brooklyn. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 